AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Nah, they tell me I'm on the naked show. I said, damn, man, I got to come ready for these type of things, you know? Is this, is this? Brought my pillow with me, too. Brought my pillow. I got my pillow with me. Hey, everybody, you guessed it. Fat Joe is on today's episode of Naked. But first, here's this. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Champions to be a champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment, connected with. In a world we're vulnerable, considered weak. Come and remove the veil from entertainment's elite. It's the difference between what is real and what the public sees. So here's your favorite celebrities behind the scenes. It's refreshing, authentic, the whole story specific. Life altering events to shape the person that you hear. We got a champion and carry champion. Hey girl, you did it. It's the greatest in sports and entertainment connected with us. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion. Hey girl, you did it. We got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment connected with I'm excited about today's guest. I'm excited about today's guest. Fat Joe, his evolution is something special. I love evolution. And what I mean by that, I love to see people start as this and evolve to that. I love to be people, I love to see people rather uh, hit the scene uh, as one thing and really, really take advantage of whatever the platform is and make it more. You will hear about his career. You know, many of you know, obviously, him as a rapper. But he'll tell you without without thinking, he was a Don. He was a boss. He was into the illegal activity. That was his life. Um, and listen, no judgment here. Because again... I'm going to tell you his naked quality is evolving. And when he evolved, he did so in a major way. Became a rapper, became a guy who discovered others. Big pun, like, get out of here. He walked out of a bodega and discovered big pun. How does one do that? May you rest in peace. But the reality is, 
And even I'm, I listen today, even today, as you listen to this podcast, Fat Joe has become even more of a personality, um, an influencer, uh, a businessman, an entrepreneur, beloved. Uh, the adjectives go on and on and on. It didn't take long for me to sit back and listen to him and think, this is why you have it, right? It's not so much about him being a rapper or somebody discovering. He says his best talent is that he can discover talented people. But what I hear when I listen to him and even when I see him, he has what we call box office, je ne sais quoi. Box office je ne sais quoi is I want to stop, I want to pay attention, and I want to listen, Now, I think when he went viral, today's price, that just made sense. Uh, How often do we sit? There's so much content out there. How often do we sit and listen to someone recap a versus and be enthralled? He is a magnificent storyteller. That is that's what we were able to see. That's what evolved because with that versus we paid attention to what he said. Now, mind you. Mind you, listen, I'm not a hip hop head. I'm not a rap head like most of these guys, but the Jadakiss versus Dipset, I mean, I was locked in. The memes were hilarious. The conversation was great. Jadakiss is a genius. I've always loved him. Shout out to Jadakiss. I love you if you're listening. Um, But when Fat Joe did the recap, we saw him there, right? We all saw him there, but his recap was stellar. It was phenomenal. It made you feel as if you were there. He was like, Harlem was in the house and -and so-and-so was in the house. And then he follows it up with a recap of his birthday party, he was wearing Tiffany blue, Hermes. I'm not doing him well, but that's what he says. I was wearing Tiffany blue, Hermes. My sister Ashanti came in the house and she was giving him hell. I said, Shanti, give him hell. I, I, my, my, my fat Joe is not a good, <laughs> it's not a great impression. But what I will say is that he had me locked in as he did you, as he did everyone, which is why he went viral. And I, I got to respect it. I really, really, truly have to tell you only certain people can do what he does. And that means captivate an audience, make them pay attention. The price just went up. The price just went up. He has the ability to make people stop and pay attention. Tell me that's not a part of the vernacular. Tell me that yesterday's price, you're not hearing that everywhere. I mean, literally, it is everywhere. Everyone is paying attention. And that is because he's an amazing storyteller. But what's even more amazing is that he seems like just a really good dude. I mean, I know I'm just from the business and high and by, but when you sit and listen to him on this podcast, he's with Khaled, by the way. Shout out to Khaled. We couldn't get you on, but you were there. Um, he's He's got a story and it's special. And that je ne sais quoi, that, that French word that I use, that attractiveness, and not in the sense of what you look like, but I want to be around you, moth to the flame type of attractiveness where you're just interested. Tell me another story. I'm learning so much. I'm also entertained. Very few people can do that. He has his own podcast. He definitely is about to have his own show or in the process of working on yet another show. And as we get ready to welcome in Fat Joe, y'all already know what's coming up, right? That's why we held this. That's why we held this for y'all. Versus Fat Joe 
versus Ja Rule. Who you got? Live from New York City. Oh my God, this is about to be fire. Y'all, y'all ready? Tuesday, September 14th, y'all ready? I'm ready. I'm nervous. I'm ready. I might have to rerun this podcast the Monday before, just so y'all remember. Sit back, relax, get educated. You're about to learn a lot. And you're going to be tickled too. He's so damn funny. And he got life lessons. I mean, it's everything. I get it. I get it. I know why he goes viral. I get it. He has literally taken his ways and put them into American culture for us. For the culture for us, period. Today's price is not yesterday's price. Tiffany Hermes, give him hell, sis. He's about to give us hell. Everybody sit back, relax. This is about to be fun. Fat Joe on Naked. First of all, um, thank you for being here. Let's start the podcast now. Uh, talk to me a little bit about where we're at, because if someone sees this visual, I want them to understand what you're feeling right now. You don't have to give specific locations, but what are we doing? Nah, we at the Bahamas. You know, my brother Khaled was at the BET Awards. I was, I was his date for the night. And then we jumped in that plane so fast and we flew all the way out to the Bahamas. And we're going to be out here for like two weeks. And, and I like it because... The sun, I love the sun. It makes my eyes pop out even more. So, you know, I work on my, yo, when I'm out here, I'm on my sun tanama for real. (laughs) (laughs) You, I mean, no disrespect. I don't want to seem disrespectful, but you do look sexy. We got on this shirt. We got this chain. We got this pillow. So they said, they said the show was called Naked. No, I had to come in that Hermes silk. And look, don't hurt him. Like, you ain't... <laughs> hey, Kari, let me tell you something, man. I started with nothing. I'm going to give him hell till the wheels fall off. Till the wheels fall off. And I appreciate you for that. Like, you made it, and now you made it. And you about to know about it. I Tell me how you grew up. I don't, I don't know much of that story, only outside of what I've read. Tell me where you grew up, your lifestyle, and who makes you you. I grew, I grew up in the South Bronx birthplace of hip-hop. Um, I'm Puerto Rican and Cuban, uh, but I grew up in a neighborhood that was 99.9% black in, in the projects. And uh, and what I got to tell you, it was like gladiator school. It was like you either soft or you coming out the play. And, you know, um, one thing about the Cartagena boys, we got busy. Me and my big brother, we was out fight three o'clock, back walk, <laughs> whole projects out there, a thousand deep. We out there getting busy. And so I came up the rough way, the hard way, made a lot of dumb choices growing up. You know, my mom's never got high. My father never got high. They never went into a legal activity. You know me, I wanted to be a hustler. Um, I guess I'll take the quote from 50 Cent. I wanted to get rich and die trying. Um, I don't recommend it for the youngsters, but that was the path I took till I discovered hip hop. And and the minute I got signed on on, on for a record contract, I changed my whole entire life and went totally legit, like a like a Robin Hood Cinderella story. Some credit, like yo, this is it. I'm out. How could you walk away, though? How could you walk away? You had so many ties. You were deep in the community. And I was a boss. Kari, I was a boss. So you were like, I'm out. 
Okay. Like a dawn for real. Damn. And I was just like, yo, I'm out. Because, you know, everybody was dying. Everybody was going to jail. But I mean, real jail. My best friend is still in jail for life. It's 26 years later. So it's like the type of crowd I was with, they still in there. So I knew like, yo, this is my one shot. Let me go over here. And, you know, people are going to make it, whether I tell you, whether they're bakers, uh, doctors, the school teacher, whatever, you know if you're going to make it. You know that poor life ain't for you. You just got to figure out what's the system to get you to where you want to go. And so for hip hop, for me, this was it. So I went totally legit. And when we, we discovered Big Pun, that's when I learned, because Pun, first Latino to sell two million, that's when that money was coming in on another level. So when I felt that, I was like, yo, I like this. <laughs> and we ain't never stopped since. <laughs> you like the money? <laughs> I love the money. Listen, I love God first. I love family second. But after that, I'm all about the Benjamins. All about it. Look, you look as a Don and you got to explain that. Give that to me because I'm I'm school kid, Carrie. You know what I mean? Like, talk to me about what a Don is. Yeah. No, like even if you are, you know, we watch all these damn movies. It's still so hard to leave. So you just like I'm out. I'm walking away. Y'all leave me and my family alone. It's, it's everybody I'm going good. to jail. Everybody dying. You know, my brothers and them stood in the game and they all got locked up like 50 of them in like conspiracy. The, and I came up. And their conspiracy, like eight times, where uh, they had me down as El Gordo. That means the fat guy. And, you know, we had guys calling me. You know, they tapped your phones and they was asking me something. I was like, yo, I don't know nothing. I don't want to know nothing about that. Leave me alone. I don't know what you're talking about. And that's how God blessed me. Mm. And I changed my life. But I had to move in a positive direction. Or I wouldn't be here talking to you 25 years later. That's a beautiful story because that's a hell that's hell of a discipline, right? Because if that's all you know and you know you want more and people are calling you and trying to put you in situations, sometimes the streets just keep taking you in. It's hard to cut cold turkey anything. Drinking, smoking weed, drugs, all of it. Well, you know, I'm always paranoid. So as I'm talking to you, I'm paranoid. I'm paranoid all the time. I never pillow talk naked. Naked. (laughs) Don't Pillow talk. Do you not pillow talk? And even though I'm pillow talking. <laughs> and so uh shout out my brother DJ Khaled. This is this collaboration oh. with Doja Gabbana. Oh nice. You, you know that's my brother. You know what, Kari? We gotta get you a package. Can you give me a package. I'm here for it. I love Flamingo it. Mingo season. Listen, I'm here and for so, it. <laughs> and so I'm always paranoid that when people start going to jail and they like such and such going to jail and and they was talking on the phone. And what happened with these guys? They was talking on the phone. And they was, so I learned to not talk. So, you know, my thing was like, you know, somebody say, remember. I'd be like, remember what? <laughs> like, I don't want to remember a thing. You know, it, it, I mean, I'm serious. I'll tell you a story that's crazy. One time my brother came. I'm already Fat Joe the Rapper. You know me. It's like lean back. My brother comes to Miami to visit me, and he keep asking me, like, yo, you remember this? You remember that? You know, I'm like, no, June, no, June. 
You remember this? You remember that? I said, you know what? We went downstairs. The beach was in the backyard. I got naked at the beach. Walked in the water and told him, get naked. He got naked. My own brother. I went in the water with him. I was like, what the, f- what do you want to remember? That's right. What are you trying to remember? I'm like, yo, forget that. That's the past. Let's move on. Like, you got to be kidding me to remember something. What do you think that is? Why do they want you to remember? We, I mean, I know you were paranoid, but what did your brother, why does your brother want you well, to remember? What happened was not my brother. He was just bugging out. He wanted to remember stuff. Not my brother. The point I'm making is if I don't trust my brother, I'm not trusting nobody. That's right. So you ain't going to come talk to me about, remember the time we sold this or we did this? No, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. I make music. I rap. I love that. And I also love your music. I need you to tell me, I need you to tell me the transition. When you got turned on to music and you knew this was a thing and y'all found pun and you knew money could be made, how did it become your your mission? How did you know you had that talent to go to make it to that next level in music? Well, you know, when I discovered pun, right? I'm 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 in itself, no lie, Kari. Forget Fat Joe the rapper. I'm a hip hop historian. I was there from the roots. Since it started as a little kid, break dancing, writing graffiti. I'm at the parties. I grew up around Grandmaster Flash. And my brother was a was a crate boy for Grandmaster Flash. So Grandmaster Flash, back in the days, they used to DJ with vinyl. Yes. My brother used to carry the vinyl to the jam. So I'm all in this. Right? And um, and so I've been studying hip-hop so long. When I met Pun, I knew he was the greatest at the time. Just from him spitting to me, I was like, because at the time, Nas was the best. Well, Kooji Rap was the best lyricist, and then Nas took over, and then I discovered Pun, and I was like, oh, wow. This guy's different. And so I knew, because I knew Pop Daddy before he had money. I knew Biggie before he blew up. So I saw what he did with that. So I said, I'm going to make Big Pun the Spanish Biggie, and I'm going to be the Pop Daddy. And so I put my own career, because I was next to blow. I was already on my second album. I put my own career on hold so I could bring pun out and you leverage all my re- relationships, everything, to make sure he becomes this superstar. But I knew what he had. I knew he was incredible from the first time he ever rapped for me. I was like, same thing with Remy. The first rap Remy ever did, I was like, she's incredible. Can you... What do you call that? Because I know people always, especially then, would be like, hey, I want you to hear this. I want you to hear this. What do you call that when it hits your, when it hits your ears and there's just something that moves your spirit? What it's is that? It's my greatest talent. It's my greatest talent. Not making hits. My greatest talent is seeing the talent and people before they blow. So like with Khaled, I blew up Khaled. I'm the one who discovered Khaled. I'm the one who discovered Pitbull. I'm the one who discovered... Uh, Remy and Pun and and it's just cool and Trey. I, I just know. I just be like, yo, the people got to hear this person. I have a young lady now. She's this R&B singer. Her name is Angelica Villa. There ain't never been a Latina singing like us. She's Dominican. Fly. I'm like, yo, she gonna blow. Everybody journey different, Carrie. I don't know how you got to where you at right now, but everybody's journey is different. Some people might have, you might have came out of College, like, yo, I want to be a sportscaster. I want to do my thing. You've seen other people just blow. 
And you was like, damn, how they blow like that? Right? But everybody got their own journey. Everybody got their own journey. That's a beautiful talent to have, to be able to see the talent, to be able to hear it and see it and know this, the people got to hear it. How long, when did you know that was it for you? Was it pun? Was pun your first or was it? No, 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 no. No, I've been new it, but I didn't know it was my talent to lately. I've been doing podcasts and all that. You know, I thought it was just making hits. Like, you know, I got a bunch of number ones, anthems, you know. And one day I was like thinking about it. Somebody asked me, yo, what's your greatest talent for hip hop? And I was just like, damn, how do you walk out of a bodega, find a 450 pound guy and turn him into a sexist? Right. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> crazy. No, listen to what you just said. I walked out of a bodega, saw a 450-pound dude, and turned him into a star, and the ladies loved him. That don't happen. And the ladies loved him. And the ladies loved him. Oh, my God. This is crazy. When you... Uh, not. I I wonder, and, and so when do we go into you pursuing you? When you, after pun, how soon thereafter pun? Did you say it's my turn to go back to me and focus on me? We have to run it up. Like, you Get know, it's all about the money. Yeah. I told you. So once, once, so, so I'm leveraging all my juice for pun. As he's blowing up, I'm in every video with him on purpose. I'm at every show with him on purpose. It's bringing up my brand and my notoriety as an executive slash recording artist. And then when I drop the next album, we start to blow me too. So, we didn't invent this. This has been around since Rick James and Tina Marie. Mm. This has been around since before me and you were born. You know what you know, you're they right. Was doing stuff like this. But we didn't call it branding, right? It wasn't, oh, no. We, it just recently. Oh, no. we, we didn't know nothing about branding. We didn't know nothing about branding. <laughs> nah, real talk. We didn't know nothing about branding. But you were doing it. And and that is, that's just the hustler that you have always been, though, right? Like, I, how do I make money? This is how I make money. It made sense to you. I I always think that every, when I, especially I'll use you as an example, I just think it's an incredible way to watch you grow and become the the entrepreneur, the businessman that you are today, the, the different seasons that you are allowing your fans to have and people who are sitting back and watching you turn into a different man. Now, now I see you now and I'm like, I see a father. I see a loving figure. I see somebody who don't take shit, but I still see so much more in you. Right. Um, is that intentional? It's intentional. So my thing is. I want to be known. I've been, I want to be a household name to the day I die. That's first of all. Right. Meaning. If I'm 70 years old, I want to be at some rock and roll Hall of Fame getting awards somewhere. I'm going to be in people's faces no matter what. Right? Um, I'm messing with the TV. I'm messing with the movies. I sold a movie to Warner Brothers. Um, I, I wrote a book that'll be out next year about my life. That's going to be crazy. Um, and so I'm a businessman. Like I, I like, I, and I'm in this business. 
you know, and and any if something else comes out ten years from now, I'm gonna be in there. You know, I gotta get mine. But how do you do that? Do you know how many times someone comes to me? We do these seminars. People talk uh, for uh, pay pay money, and it's, and they use the words, "How do you pivot? How do you reinvent yourself? You do it effortlessly, or that's how it looks." How does that happen? Someone's listening right now, and they're like, "I want to do that." I want to know how Fat Joe went from this to that to that. I really don't know how to tell you, Kari. It's just something in me that's like, you know, it's the hustle in me. You know, I won't stop. You know, just now I had a uh, an incredible phone call with one of my good friends, Al Harrington, who used to play for the Pacers. I know Viola. That's my brother he used to play. <laughs> yeah, he used to play. He used to play for me at the Rucker, so that's my family. And I called him up for some advice because, you know, they got the legal cannabis in, in New York. Yeah, yeah, they just passed the law. So I'm like, yo, my brother. Okay. Yo, brother, I'm, you know, I got the 10 M's. Like, I'm ready. To, you know, tell me what, what I got. Because you got to have the money. You got to have the money. In order to play that game, you got to have the money. The first thing they tell you, anybody you sit with about that game, it's like, do you got the 10 M's? I'm like, yeah, I got the 10 M's. Okay. What we got to do? You know, it's, it's, it's just, that's it. That's just the way it is. Well, I just saw Al and his wife Saturday at the Culture Creators Luncheon. And he and I'm and he, I said, I'm really proud of you because, you know, we live in California. Everybody been on Viola for a minute. It is it is considered, it's household. It's like McDonald's. You know, it's McDonald's of cannabis out here. Everybody wants it, has it, talks about it. Yeah, but you know what's crazy is, let's start. See, the thing I've been trying to do on my podcast and just with everybody, let's start changing the narrative. Talk to me about on that. On black people and brown people. Yeah. And the propaganda that's been plagued against us, plagued against us. For many years. We're actually intelligent. We're actually great entrepreneurs. Al Harrington, you would look at him as a stupid basketball player, shut up and dribble. And this man's going to be a billionaire off the cannabis business. So on with LeBron doing Space Jams and he Wade got his own TV show. And, and so it used to be you could be a great athlete. Once you retire, you don't hear the crowd roar no more. And you fade to black. If you save some money, you good. If you didn't, you got a problem. And so now it's like, it's beautiful to see mm-hmm. our athletes parlaying into life after sports. Jordan made it, like, because we don't give him enough profit, oh, right? Jordan, Jordan started it, right? Nah. He made some people it. don't count. Yeah. Listen, Jordan, Drake. You know they, they, they don't listen, count. They're not in the conversation. They, see, they don't count. And they just the they are aliens on Earth. They're like aliens with human suits. <laughs> like those guys, Jordan, Jay Z, Drake. Those guys are aliens with human suits. Like well, they they live among us pedestrians. Yeah. Yes. No. But I, you mentioned D Wade. I just had a conversation with him, and I said I want to know one. He was like, I, I didn't. He was like, people wanted him to, i.e., the Miami Heat wanted him to buy a team to be a part of, a part owner of a team, but they were only it was with stipulations. He was like, no, I got the M's as you say, and I want to own a team. I want to be an equal partner. That's the only way I'm gonna do this because that's the only way I'm gonna make my money. 
And I thought that was so smart. And he had the people behind him to believe in him. And yes, he had the money. But he was like, some people will do it just for namesake, right? They'll buy. uh, Nothing's wrong with that either. You got to start somewhere. But his mindset is, I too want to be a billionaire. And what's happening is, is as you just pointed out, I believe, because Jordan is, you're right, an alien, LeBron gave these people leverage. Once they realized that they mattered and that they didn't have to do what everybody said they had to do, and they saw him making business moves, I think it inspired that entire generation of players, right? From Katie to Man, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant. I just said that. Movies out. I just said that. Kevin, I mean, crazy, right? And he's, and he's, go on, go on. It used to be, it used to be, you got your basketball money. See you in Scottsdale, Arizona. (laughs) Like, nah, it's real talk. I would do a show. They would come out to the show. Yo, Bonzi Wells, what's up? Yo, you know, say what's up to all the guys. Mike Bibby. It ain't like that no more. Mm -mm. They they have their eyes on the prize and they saying, you know what? When this thing is over, we're going to have a new thing. And I commend them for what they're doing. Uh, Michael Jordan, uh, he's the reason I own sneaker stores, you know? So I open, and I'm not disrespecting Nike. I love Nike. I'm not disrespecting no way, shape, or form. I love Nike. Let's get that clear. It's in. But I have been supporting Jordan brand and Nike for so many years, I thought I could just open a store. So I went and spent a half a million dollars, white marble in the hood, Smell like dip tea candles, chandeliers. You know, I make the store. And so when I sit down with the Nike guys, they say, it don't work like that. Who told you to make a store? I said, yo, I thought I was making, I want to make a sneaker store for the hood. Beautiful. And my employees, you know, I'm into the sneaker culture. They was like, oh, no, if you don't have permission, you, you wasted your money on building this thing right here. And so I didn't know. But like two days later, I went to a Jordan brand party where he was giving welcoming Neymar Jr. to the crew. And all the Nike people was in there, the Jordan people was there. Was small. Kelly Rowland was performing beautiful. And out of nowhere, louder than the music and everything. Was, Big Joe! Big Joe! Everybody looked like somebody was screaming. It was Jordan with a cigar. I'll be at your store opening day. Yo! I'm at your store opening day. I swear to God, the same guys who told me no rushed over to me and was like, I guess you got a store. Oh, we're so happy. The space looks amazing. And so if it wasn't for MJ co-signing me, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be able to give out these job opportunities. I wouldn't be able to do what I've been doing for the hood. We've been giving back schools, computers and tablets, sponsoring teams and food to the to the poor. To, you know, it's almost become a safe haven. My stores in the hood where we take care of everybody. Let me tell you something. And I don't say this publicly because I'm not proud of it, but I'm just in New York, they have 177 sneaker stores. 175 stores got looted. I'm sorry, God forbid. The only two that ain't get looted was Fat Joe stores in the hood. Because we take care of grandma, uncle, everybody. 
They know that's the store that feeds everybody. So they protect us. Mm. And so we try to show, you know, I've been on phone calls with a bunch of business owners, you know, and I've been like, yo, y'all got to give back, man. This is a trickle down effect. You guys got mansions off these businesses. Got to look out for the hood. And so, you know, that's the concept. But listen, that's so damn beautiful because, again, not, we are changing the narrative. We're not just we're not just singing and rapping and playing ball. What we're, what we're doing is taking care of our own. And everybody doesn't do it that way. And you do it real like people who know, know. And I and I respect that. I respect that they respect you. And that doesn't always happen. We always feel like sometimes a white man's ice is colder and they don't respect what we do. So once we start taking care of our own, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, they respect it, though. They, yeah. they, they, they respect, respect you. It. They yes. get me on the phone to talk to everybody else and be like, look what Joe and them are doing. Love it. This is how you don't get looted. You love <laughs> it. <laughs> this, this, listen to Joe. And I'll be like, yo, let's take care of the, the you know. Take care you, of the community. It's just that simple. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's why I say to you, the it's a beautiful thing. And I don't know, of course you know, but if you see it from the outside looking in, and it's not so much about a career longevity, it's about a lifestyle longevity. And you have been doing it and doing it well and smart and a good host. And the talent that you have, while you say your, your greatest talent is finding talent, the talent that you have is making others better. And, and that's in every possible way. Maybe it's the same thing that you consider. I need to know. I want to know about what you feel you have given to the culture. I've given a lot, Kari. <laughs> I've given my life to the culture. My family has played second place in this thing. The only way I could be consistent and continue to put out hit records, stay in the loop, be in L.A. and the next day at the conference in Atlanta, the next day in New York, my family has been very, very patient with me and have supported me. But I gave my life to the culture. And, and not just the culture, just... Showing people we could we could come from a negative to a positive, you know. And then, yeah, I don't want you to live in the projects for your whole life. But when you make it out, can you can you reach back? Can you reach back and show a young brother or sister how to get to it? And so, my conversation with my employees, and I have no lie, maybe 50, 60 employees. In, in the gym. when I get on the Zoom with my employees, I'll be like. I want you to be a boss. I want you to own whatever you want to own. I want you to not think as a worker, think as a boss, as an owner. Think as a future owner of a business, an entrepreneur. They're owners, man. And and, and so we got to think more of that because, you know, I have a weird concept and don't kill me, Kari, <laughs> but I don't really like college. <laughs> I think, think, yeah, you know, I, get I it. think college prepares you to be a worker. That's right. It's just my opinion. I think, and then they never teach you what you're really going to go on in life and do. And so now if you have to be a doctor, you have to be a lawyer, you got to go to college for all that. Right. But, uh, I'd rather spend money and, send, and get my daughter a business. She want, instead of how much we spend in our college, 
360,000 for the four years. Mama, we got 300,000. What you want to own? Oh, dad, I want to own a, a boot, a boutique. Oh, dad, I want to own this. Yo, dad, all right, let's throw the money in there and let's help build you as a business owner. You know, it's just the way I think, you know, and it's the right way to think. I I literally just talked to to Luke James and he was like, school got in the way. He talked about high school. He was like, you got in the way. I knew then I knew what I wanted to do, but that's that thing they make you do, right? You got to go to high school. You have to do those things, but it gets in the way of really showing you how to live life. And it does teach you how to be a worker, which is why so many of us have that scared mentality. When I left ESPN, they was like, but what, what are you going to do now? I was like, I'm going to take the platform and then that I've built over these few years, and I'm going to become my own boss. People know me. People know what I do. People will, I will do my, I can hire myself out. I don't have to break my back working for the four letters, right? The reality is, is that that's the smartest thing I have ever heard. Buy your, buy your daughter a boutique. That Instead of spending that money on Scott, buy her a boutique. Like, yeah, that's smart. If that's what she wants to do, you know, it's like, you know, I don't get it. Like you, you, you go to school, you work. A lot of my friends, they get mad at me. When I say, this. I don't, like I don't I... family and friends. And I say, yo, listen, man, all that thing is doing to you is preparing you to work at a job. Like you don't get rich working at a job. That's right. You get rich being the owner. That's a message. You, I don't never get mad when I see the I, man never. selling the oranges on the side of the highway. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Watch this, Kari. You see the man selling the oranges on the side of the highway. Come check that man out in three, four years. He's going to own a store and it's going to be a fruit market and a juicer thing. Mm -hmm. And he's going to get rich. Mm -hmm. And so we have to uh, eliminate these stereotypes, these ego. Pride can hurt you. You know, as long as you provide for your family and you go out there and you do it the right way, legal way, righteous, we need to support everybody who does that. Hey, everybody, we got to pay the bills. We'll be right back with Fat Joe. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment connected with AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. Got a champion and carry champion. Hey girl, you did it. Got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment. Get naked, we The price just went up. The podcast just went up too. Here's the rest of Fat Joe. Can you, you post it, you've posted before, but I, there was a couple of posts that you've had when you talk about Joey that, that really just bring tears to my eyes. And well, little Joe? Yes. Talk to me about your relationship. I mean, man, the love and the pride is special. And I know you have it for all your children, but when you say that he touches you in a way, it, we feel that. Through, through a damn post, we feel it. You know, he's a Don, right? And so, like, he's older than my other two kids. And when we have dinner, he sits at the seat like the mafia Don sits on at the end. And he looks at my daughter. He laughs at her. He looks at my son. He laughs at them. Like, he's seen them grow up. Uh, he's really, really intelligent. Yeah. Um. But, you know, unfortunately, he can't speak and he can't walk. So um, the one thing about him that God has given him is, is, is complete happiness. And so Joey's always happy. So he's not like you. You argue with your girlfriend. Uh, things are going on. Like Joey, he don't know. He's only unhappy. Wow. He's only unhappy. He's always smiling. He's always on happy. He's always having a great time. He's, he's happy to see everybody. And so what I learned by opening up about Joey, because for, for a long time, I was very private about him because, you know, this rap game is real, da- real, real not dangerous, but dirty. So you get into rap beefs. Next thing you know, your son will be on the cover of a diss record. Mm-hmm. And that I can't take. Mm-hmm. Right? That 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 get me. Right? And so I've always protected him and his privacy. But as I start speaking about him, uh, more and more parents, I start meeting more and more uh, parents that have kids on the spectrum. And I never really knew that most kids like that, they're, they're like introverts and they don't like people in crowds. This guy's different. He wants to go to the party. This guy want to go to Home Depot and wave at everybody. <laughs> he wants to, you know, he's just a great spirit. You know, he's a kindred spirit and uh, I'm proud of him. I love him. You know, I don't know if you know the story. When Joey was born, uh, me and his mother wasn't together. And when the doctor told us that he was going to be autistic, she said, I can't raise him. Let's give him up for adoption. Mm-hmm. And then that's my mother and father was with me. I was only 19 and they was like, oh, hell no. This our baby, you crazy. We raising him. He's he's ours. We don't. And so, uh, that's one thing I'm sad about. He never had his mother in his life. You know what I'm saying? He never had that love that, because you know you need the blessings from the mother and the father. You know what I'm saying? That's just the truth. It's the truth. I, I hear you. I hear you. Mm-hmm. But how special is he? I I feel when you say all he knows is happy. 
that puts things in perspective. You have a bad day, things not going right, and you see somebody who's just always happy and understanding that life could be even harder, but it, he's just happy to be. That's a beautiful thing. He keeps my parents alive. Hey. My, my, my parents aren't in the best of health, but they, they stay living for him. You know what I mean? They love him so much. You know, they don't even trust me. You know what I mean? They be like, yo, you know, oh my God, these people crazy, man. <laughs> you know, they be like, you know what I mean? Yeah, they love Joey so much, man. I love Joey too. I'm so blessed to have parents, you know, who held me down. You know, I was a kid. 19 you know, years old. You was a, a baby. You were a baby. A baby to deal with something like this. And I was trying to turn my life into making music and all this. And if they weren't there for me, you know, I wouldn't be here. So I, I can't make up uh, the strength of that my mother gave me. Mm. You know what I mean? I can't make, you can't make up for it. You know, there's, there's nothing I can do that I feel is good enough for what my parents have done for me. Mm. Wow. 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 That's powerful. What do you get from your parents? What do you get from your mom? And what do you get from your dad? You know, my father, he, uh, he never was, a, he wasn't a runner. He wasn't a track star. You know, my mother survived cancer. She had a 1% chance. She speaks through a trach. Uh, she got a hole in her neck. My father never ran away. He held her down. He kept it 1,000. So I get that from my father, right? Um, as far as my mother, uh, that's where I get my vulnerable side, my nice guy side, my giving back side. You know, back in the days, my moms would take a cab and we were poor. We was poor shit. She would have $5 to her name. The cab was only two. She gave the man a $3 tip, right? And so just to give you a perspective, you know, my mother refused to move out the projects, even though I had money. I would beg her all the time, Mom, move out the projects. Mom, let me buy you a house. Mom, let me take you. She's like, nah, this is my home. I know everybody. So when I would randomly go to my mother's house, this is Fat Joe's mother's house. Uh, and Fat Joe, not to, to be described too much, is a serious guy still, even though he raps. They don't play with him, right? Right. I would walk in my mother's house unannounced. Her door was always open. They'd be crackheads making sandwiches in the kitchen, yeah. right? And I'd be like, yo, if y'all don't get the... F- Man, I will stab one of you. <laughs> so they running out the house with the sandwich. And my mom would be like, no, Joe, that's little Andy. I know him since he was a baby. That's little Greg. I know him since he was a baby. I'd be like, yo, ma... I'm tired of catching crackheads in your house. Like, nah, I'm not good. Mama hurt something. You know, and uh, that's just the type of person she's always been, man. She's always been wow. uh, giving back, you know, showing love. They love her. They love her. Whenever I mention her on my show, all the comments be like, Miss Ruby, 1,000, Mr. You know, they love my mom. Man, Miss Ruby is right. She's all the way right. Did she ever move out? <laughs> Yeah, she moved out. <laughs> they moved out. You got her out. Okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You you weren't playing no more. Yeah, you got to go, mom. It's time. It's time. I, I love. Yeah, I had to lie to her and tell her they were gonna kill me. Oh, like really? I had beef in the neighborhood. They were gonna kill me coming to see her, and she went for it. 
And she was like, all right. That's how it happened. Wow. You had to go that extreme so she would leave her house. She would not move, man. And and, and then if you don't know the intricacies, if you don't know the intimate thing, you it, it almost looked like yo, what the hell is Fat Joe doing in a half a million dollar car? And his mother's in the jets, and she's sitting in front of the building with his son. And his son, nah, it's crazy, bro. I will pull up in a phantom, uh, and I'll be like, yo, ma, like we can't be doing this, man. Like we we, we can't. And you know, it was all love. The jets to this day, you know, not in a bragging way. I I I, I give thanks that. My hood embraces me to where, to this day, I can still walk through my hood like nothing. I just did it last week. Hung out in front of the building, chill with everybody. And, um, but, you know, it's because they allow me. It's not that I'm tougher than them or nothing like that, but they love Joe Crack. They say, welcome home. They respect When I come back to the hood, it's like, yo, welcome home, Crack. Welcome home. It's just no side eye, no hate, no nothing, just love. We proud of Joe. How could you not love, though? How could we not love you? I don't know. Name somebody who don't like you. Man, I don't know. I'm sure they out there. But that's why I keep giving them hell. <laughs> yeah, boy. Um, before- you know, this, uh, let me, I'll give you a, I'll give you a, a key that me and, and Khaled use. We imagine we have beef. We imagine somebody wants us to just lose it all. We imagine that somebody don't want us to be successful. And so we work so hard every day to prove them wrong, to be more successful, yeah. to make more money, to make more history, more legacy. And so that's what we do. And you know what's crazy is I've noticed that the great ones, uh, the great ones do that. When I was watching the, the Jordan documentary, he walked past some play. I forgot who it was. He said, oh, you said that to me? Yes. He didn't never say nothing. Not there. a word. But MJ was punishing that boy like, Oh, you trying to disrespect me? Yeah. Guy was like, "Damn!" Like, why? <laughs> but you got to tell yourself that to be greater, and um, and and happiness is key. Mm-hmm. Whatever makes you happy, I truly believe whatever makes you happy is key. That's it. You want to be happy. There's people miserable in in million dollar homes behind walls. They're not happy. Mm-hmm. Whatever makes you happy. That's what you be, that's what you should be doing. Joe, that's beautiful. I, I I so imagine that there are people and when you mentioned that, I was gonna say, Oh, that's Jordan style. You gotta you gotta imagine that's beef out there so you can stay great, which I appreciate. Um, but it's hard not to like you. Um, I fell in love all over again. I always thought you were a sweetheart. I've never not. And I respect you so much so for what you do. And what people may not know um is that you don't have to do it, but that's just your heart. That's actually crazy that you say that because the other day I was at Dave Chappelle's first show at Radio City. Now he's the GOAT. Like, you know, Richard Pryor and 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 of our time, Dave Chappelle, right? And so whenever he called me for 25 years, I come free. I'll come perform. You know, he's the GOAT. There's certain that's another alien. He's another alien. In a human suit. When they call. Yeah, yeah. When they call in a human suit, you got to go. <laughs> and so, and, and, and while I was there, uh, he was telling me something like that. He was like, yo, you know, you really don't got to do this. Mm-mm. Like, you already showed them. You did everything. You you ain't got to do this. Like, you know, I know why you do it. He said, we running down. I got Instagram. I see you on yachts and, 
And, and you, he said, he said, yo, man, you ain't got to do this. Do you know you ain't got to do this? And I just be like, yo, man, I just want to give him hell, man, hey, till it's over. Just give it Yeah, him. I got to give it to him. Oh. I got to give it to him. Fat Joe, ladies and gentlemen, I adore you. Man, I adore you. I'll do whatever. Let me. Well, not whatever. I mean, like, if you need something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Within yo, the realm. Kari, I love you too, man. <laughs> I love you too. You know you my girl. I appreciate you. You always hold me down and I and, and the community needs you, loves you, and you inspired me. This truly inspires me. That's all that's what you put on talking about your greatest talents. I got 20 great talents. I don't know which one I'm I'm gonna call out more. You got 20 great talents. You have a lot of talent. Um and you make people. Thank you be so better. much for having me on here. It's an honor, nothing but love. <laughs> you gotta love him. When I tell you his naked quality which is a rare quality, is evolution. Now, why I say it's rare is that we see people evolve in life. We see our friends change. We see them do different than they did before. But it's rare when it is so meteoric, meaning he could have just been a street hustler, right? He could have just been that Don, that boss, but he wanted more. And he found out how he could use a talent to make it more and then find his talent to find other talent and then take those talents, take that sensibility and make him a part of the conversation, our culture, our life, and then become this business entrepreneur. And not only is he an entrepreneur, he's a giver. He gives back. People really fool with him heavy. You can't say that about everybody in the business. And I'm saying and my business, which is, you know, sports slash entertainment and his business is the world in which he lives in. He runs in a crew that I know nothing about. But like he explained about his birthday party. Y'all remember that recap? He was like, I had the businessmen. I had the street guys. I had the ladies. I had the actors. I had the this. I had the, and they were all living and enjoying themselves because it was Fat Joe's birthday. And they wanted to be there for him because he's the guy. Because he has that moth to the flame attractiveness. I made that up, right? He has that ability to bring all groups together because he's a great storyteller, a great human, and we're learning so much about him. And by the way, everybody hasn't always been great. I'm okay with that. One thing that I believe in is that you should allow people to grow and be different. And we can't leave them where we met them because they are not the same. I get so mad personally when people will be like, I, I, I mean, I know the rap on me. She's tough. She got an attitude, blah, 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 right? Whatever it is. Um, and, and it's not that. None of that is, is really what the rap is. I've evolved. I'm a businesswoman. I'm an entrepreneur. I came to quote unquote fame as a sports journalist. You all knew me from ESPN. I left and bet on me. I have transitioned successfully into becoming someone who doesn't just cover sports because it is so niche. I can do entertainment. I can do culture. I can do politics. I have my own show with one of my really good friends. I have my own podcast featuring me. I have separated myself from those four letters. I have evolved. What hasn't changed is my work ethic. <laughs> what hasn't changed is how hard I go to be great and how hard I go to deliver excellence. So those around me, I want you to be excellent. When I hear, oh, she's so tough, she's tough, she, you know, she don't play. No, that's just called excellence. If I was a white man, you wouldn't trip. You'd be like, oh, okay, that's the standard. It's something about being a brown woman where you are often faulted for wanting excellence. 
And to define us, you put us in a category that makes you feel comfortable. She got attitude. She thinks she all that. Those are simple things, right? I've evolved. I'm a businesswoman. I'm chasing wealth, generational wealth, but not just money, spiritually, mentally, physically. I am trying to do what has not been done before. And it's hard. And it's a daily practice. Trust me. Fat Joe's evolvement didn't happen overnight. It was consistent. It was daily. And I'm sure it came with its trials and tribulations currently still with its trials and tribulations because he lives in so many different worlds, but he remains the same person at his core in terms of his kindness, his, his, his nature, which seems to be good, right? Those are the values, you know, but the evolution is with the man and who he has become. Character still the same. I'm sure people would always say he's fun. He cool. Nice to be around. Good guy. But I'm evolving. Fat Joe, thank you for letting me know it's okay to evolve. It's okay to be different. It's okay to want more for yourself and those around you and expect more from yourself and those around you. You don't think that this boss is a boss in every aspect of the way, not in the I'm in the streets way, but I'm a boss and I got to handle my business. You represent Fat Joe if you work for me and you work with me. I'm representing Fat Joe. That's what he's saying about himself. I'm Fat Joe. I'm bringing the excellence. It is not an accident that every single time we see him do a recap or some sort of talk to us on the gram, there's a bottle of Ciroc and maybe some Pepsi. It might be something there, but he's letting us know he is sponsored and he's getting paid and he's doing it the right way. And I ain't mad. Get your bag. As he pointed out, he's got the 10 M's. He's ready to open a dispensary. He got the 10 M's. I ain't got the 10 M's yet, but I sure am inspired. I love a story of evolution because I feel it in my bones. Now, there will be people who won't want you to evolve because then they can't judge you and say you are who you used to be. That will bother them. But as you evolve, you got to shake some people off. Same way Fat Joe was like, uh, what you talking about? I don't know. What? Well, look, I don't know. I don't know about that life. I don't remember what we used to do. I'm a new man. Hell, say that. Give him hell, Fat Joe, because I'm a new woman. I don't remember that. That is no longer me. So you can talk about that if you want to with them other simple people, but I'm a new woman. Evolution's a beautiful thing. I encourage you to try it. I encourage you to not be the person you were a year ago in whatever simple way, because it's there. It's there for the taking. And then you can say today's price is not yesterday's price. Vice versa. Yesterday's price is not today's price. That's called evolution. Yesterday's price is not today's price. That's evolution, folks. I'm about to give y'all hell. Thank you, Fat Joe, for coming on Naked. Talk to y'all next week. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.